Banjo Kazooie is what I want to play, but who has the time? Who has the time? Hello and welcome. My name is Alex Gonzalez, and with me today is my good old friend Jay Yee. Hey, that's me. And please remember that we are not game devs. How are you today, Jay? Doing all right. I rushed for time today. I, I did everything late, and so I'm behind on everything. And so I also drank a lot of coffee today, uh, which I don't normally do on my days off. I only drink coffee when I'm at work. But uh, yeah, so we'll see how late I stay up tonight. All right. But those are not the stimulants we are talking about today. Today we are creating something new. Every week on We Are Not Game Devs, we imagine a brand new video game idea from our minds. Join in on the fun. Be creative. And if you have your own unique video game idea or want to patch ours, write in to poundgames at gmail.com. And today is my turn to present We Are Not Game Devs 202nd IP, and we're going to begin with a basic concept. Alexander the Great. I'm going to be talking for a while. We're going to do a historical video game about Alexander the Great. But that's where it stops. It's going to be a historical video game, but I want it to have a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure style because, I, you know, during this time, this is from Macedonia, but I want them all to look like Greek statues, just carved, chiseled cherubs. They're not cherubs. There's a little angel. But Alexander the Great, I was thinking about this. We're going to have a game where... It starts off and he is a child training in a temple with his tutor, which is Aristotle. We're going to fill a gap here because there's no historical video games because Assassin's Creed took a dive off. I it, They're doing great things, but they've diverted. Now, what I want this to be is it's going to be two parts. One part is going to be a warring side where you're going to be playing as Alexander the Great fighting in a Battlefront 2-esque style where there's going to be a war going on and you're going to have soldiers fighting each other and then you're going to battle as a soldier yourself to turn the tide. And once the tide's turned by either capturing key parts of that area or killing enough soldiers, you're going to win the battle. Now, the other part is going to be political, where you're going to have two or three different activities that you can do to increase your stats. Nothing too crazy, so something to increase like your damage done in battle, something to increase your fear, something to increase how you talk to people, stuff of that nature. And then you're going to be able to curry favor, and depending on how you do that, it'll make Either the next time you want to be political easier where you can talk to people easier and you have better like your choices affect people more or you can recall new units in battle. Now, as far as I'm concerned, the part that I want this to cover would be when he became um, when he battled all the way to the sea. And what he did is after he became king, after being tutored. He went and um, at 16, he stopped being tutored by Aristotle. And then he begun to fight and join battle. 
He was also known for um, having cavalry charges. But that's what I got so far. And I think it's going to be a cool game where I want to have like a shonen style while tied to history while being fun battle scenes with a little bit of political intrigue. What do you think? Okay, so you do want this to be historically accurate or do you want it to be loosely historically accurate loosely historically accurate okay so i was like i don't know if you want this to be like a kingdom come situation where it's like as history accurate as possible or is no. if it's going to be kind of like assassin's creed where we take some creative yeah. liberties we're going to take some liberties for sure but i do want to have just that anchor because i yeah. think it would be fun um playing on like a old school battlefield like that so here is my idea the first thing we're gonna do is make up a hero, make up a character, make up a soldier that Alexander entrusted greatly, like a like a general or something. And that guy is going to be the guy that you play as for the majority of the game. And that guy is the guy that you have control over in most of the battles around the world uh, or around Europe uh, and some of Africa. But like you control this guy and then I'm thinking the gameplay is going to be like kind of like a battlefield slash um, chivalry two kind of mixture of a game where it's like a big open field and you run around with swords or on your, on your horse with a spear or something. And you just do the whole big time battle uh, kind of like what battlefront do would do or chivalry two, I would think yeah. on a larger scale. Because Chivalry 2 is cool and all, but it's it's, it's not as big as Battlefield is. Um, but it's going to be huge fields. And I feel like it's going to play more like a Call of Duty story mode campaign where it's this huge field and you run across this whole thing and then you get to the other side and it kind of narrows down and you go through a path and then you go and either kill like that opposing general or the king of uh, another nation or something like that. I don't know Alexander's story that well. Uh, but you like do that and then you have like a whole cut scene with Alexander where you like report back to him and um, that's where the political stuff and you got to answer questions and it affects it. The way I want this to be is probably going to be the first part of a video game where it's going to be the first time you entered war. And I want it to be maybe now we don't do any politics, but we just do war and kind of the politics of war. And basically, he conquered all the way of Asia Minor until he got to the sea. And his troops begged him to let them go home. So I think it'd be kind of cool to see, like, the fighting going and then, like, talking to the troops and maybe just preparing that way. I don't know. Do you want to ever get back to the capital? Because we could just make it about warring, you know, and about how Alexander tried to capture... Like you're taking over everything. I mean, maybe we just if if that story, are you 100 percent that happened? Um, I'm like 70 percent. Okay, so, and that had to have taken place over multiple months, correct? Oh yeah. So what happened was even um, years. Maybe. So in 334 BC, he invented he invaded the Achaemenid empire the persian empire and he began a series of campaigns that lasted 10 years 
Following okay. his conquest of Asian, Asia Minor, modern-day Turkey, Alexander broke the power. Okay, and then it basically says, yada, yada, yada. At this point, his empire stretched from Adriatic Sea to the Indus River. Alexander endeavored to reach the ends of the world in the greater outer sea and invaded India. So then um, it says he eventually turned back at the BS River due to demand of his homesick troops. So we could just have that those 10 years be the entire game. And it's literally Alexander, his most trusted soldier, which is the player. And it's the player trying to convince the army and Alexander and try to balance, like, um, trying to keep morale up in the army, but also trying to tell Alexander, hey, man, the army needs a break. They need, like, you have to, like, balance that all out and you're trying to convince alexander but at the same time trying to get their soldiers to fight for their best and that's where all the political stuff happens and then the battles is all the we'll do like all the major battles across this entire campaign and then like maybe like two or three big battles in each country he conquers all the way down until it stops yeah and i think there's um and like one of the first bosses can be Darius the third, which was like that was um, one of the kings of Persia, one of the great kings. And I think Alexander the Great killed him. I don't know. I'm not the person to ask. I don't know. I don't know that much about Alexander's past. <laughs> I just know he conquered a lot, and that's about it. He, yeah, he conquered a shitload. Yeah, never mind. Um, he tried to leave, and then a Macedonian soldier found him dead in a wagon, mm. which was a disappointment to Alexander, who wanted to capture Darius alive. Gotcha, gotcha. So uh, he found his dead body and took his ring off the dead king's finger and put and put him on, and then we I could, guess he gave him a magnificent. Funeral, a funeral, in order that he be buried like all his other royal predecessors in the royal tomb. So, and he married his daughter, as one does. We can make uh, that part of the story where, for some reason, your player character had to kill Darius the Third before Alexander gets him for whatever reason. We can make something up in the story. I don't know what that would be. There we go. There we go. I'm trying to think of anybody else. And then the other boss will be King Porus. So he's fighting like kings. So this works great, I think, because we're giving like grand battles here. Yeah. And then like raids of castles and like uh, uh, Mm -hmm. sieges and stuff. And then I also want like some story quests to be a lot more linear as well. Like we'll have the sniper level from Modern Warfare 2, you know, where it's like I was thinking... Yeah, and we can change it into more so like some of the battles leading up to like storming a castle and like getting into towns. Like we can make towns and raising towns more linear. And then I kind of want the battles to be feel hefty in terms of violence. Like this is gonna be an M game for sure, like Game of Thrones. You know what I'm talking about? Where like someone starts using a shield to like crush another person, you see people stabbed. Um Similar to the way Saving Private Ryan was for um, battle, but less extreme. 
but something like that where it feels very, you know, it's not just people are getting slashed and then they spin around and fall. Yeah. Uh, I mean, would you want that all like skills and abilities you're able to do or just more like scripted AI robot animations around scripted like ai going around and then you also having brutal moves that you can do not so brutal where it's in the realm of fantasy but stuff where you're like ooh, ouch almost like uh, similar to the way last of us does it when you first saw that kind of melee combat where you're like oh he just slammed his head on the counter okay he just threw him against the bookcase where maybe like as you as you slash like you like if you do like a counterattack or a parry, you chop off their arm. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I get it. All right. So I don't think this game, I, I talked about skills and stuff like that, but maybe instead you'll just gain slight bonuses where like after your first battle, you'll have a squad that you can call in of four soldiers or something. You know, or maybe you have your own battalion. What do you think? How, how What's the progression going to be here? In terms I don't of think we even need progression. It, it could literally, if you think about like a Call of Duty campaign, uh, which is how I imagine this to kind of feel like in terms of how in Call of Duty, you don't really level up or learn anything new. It's more about the story you're telling and also the weapon set that we give you for that mission if that makes sense. And so there's yeah. like that sniper mission where all you get is a night vision sniper rifle and then a knife, you know, and then it's super linear where it's like, you got to like that guy, I forget his name, but the dude with the mustache that isn't real and just in your head. Uh, he's yeah. like, you get the guy on the left. I'll get the guy on the right. All right, now snipe down. And then we'll have missions like that where it's like, um, we, maybe he'll have like inner monologue or you'll have a friend with you that's like uh, one of your soldiers for that mission. And maybe he'll be named and he'll show up every once in a while. Uh, gets killed in front of your eyes or something. Um, but you'll be like, all right, I need you to go get that guy while I go get this guy over here. And that'd be like the stealth mission. And there'll be big battle missions as well. And in that, you'll get the horse and a spear. But then in another big battle you get like a sword instead and then you're like storming a castle instead of going across a giant field you know what i mean i like it and i was thinking maybe as the like as these parts happen or um we can kind of make it so before big battles you know it's one of those things where a battle's about to happen there's a speech being given and then you see like maybe quotes that actually happened that day appear Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe on transitional screens or is there even going to be loading screens on this game? If we could help it, no, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly how game development works. And so far, loading screens haven't like disappeared on most games yet. So I don't know if it's possible 100 percent, but. It could be. I, I, I want to do one of those features, you know, with historical games where they have a quote from someone that was actually there. Yeah. I mean, how many quotes are there from this time period? From Alexander? I'm sure there's tons. You think? Yeah, he's he's got some great quotes. He This is a long time some- ago, man. Like the people could bear like 
I, I, I would say 96% of the population couldn't read or write. Okay, Alexander the Great quotes. And you're going to hear a lot of these because for some reason they've been co-opted by salesmen. Um, I am not afraid of an army of lions led by a sheep. I am afraid of an army of a sheep led by a lion. I, sure, throw that quote in there. I don't know when he said it or why. But we Remember, upon the conduct of each depends the fate of all. Great. We'll just find reasons for him to say all this shit. Heaven cannot brook two sons, nor earth two masters. Come on, these are gold. I do not pilfer victory. I mean, yeah, I'm fine with all that, but it's just I don't know any of these quotes. And like when they happened, you know what I mean? Like, are they tied to the this 10 year period that this game would be taking place? You know what I mean? I, I Yeah, I don't know anything. But we definitely would need some kind of Alexander the Great historian on staff to make let us know if we are doing something un, like not allowed <laughs> or impossible. <laughs> Yeah. This isn't bad. Okay, and a good one. Whatever possession we gain by our sword cannot be sure or lasting, but the love gained by kindness and moderation is certain and durable. When would he have said these things? These aren't things that you say to another person. Is he giving speeches? Yeah. Is that what it is? Is there whole speeches of accent, like a whole fucking like Gettysburg address that we I'm could sure there is. Yeah, dude, because Aristotle so? was his teacher and Aristotle wrote a book. I suppose so. Who's yeah, who's, you don't... who's transcribing Alexander the Great's speech of 301 BC? Uh, okay, so Aristotle taught Plato. So you know about Plato, right? Yeah. Fun to play with, not to eat. He, like these are great philosophers, so I think something great happened there. See, so I was thinking with the graphics and like the way that the gameplay worked, I want it to be fairly realistic, but also grandiized where like the characters looked buff still. Because you know, like the average guy, like almost... Not to this extent, but if you remember the movie 300, they made mm -hmm. the Spartans look like fucking models. It almost looked like, in a way, they looked so pretty. It looked like almost like a like a themed stripper party. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't want to go that far, but two levels below that. Okay. You know sure. where it's just they look like big soldiers, almost like uh, like I said, JoJo's uh, bizarre adventure. Now, that's where I think the graphics are going to have to look amazing. Now, in terms of music, though, I think it's going to be very traditional. War drums for the um, war stuff. We got maybe some lute, some flute. Lute and yeah, flute just and music of the time, since you want to be somewhat historically accurate, I guess. Unless yeah. you want to go uh, modern Great Gatsby with it, where where we we throw in some what is it Jay Z? Oh my gosh! 
I just thought about like M&Ms, like, um, like till the roof come up to the cave in, you know, that song. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine that. Or like we have Skrillex on the track. So as like the first catapults launch, that's when the beat drops. <laughs> we could do something like that. Do you, do you want to go that direction? No, I don't. I just, I'm remembering <laughs> that era of movies where dubstep made its way into action movies. But yeah, uh, no, I'm yeah. thinking music of the times will work fine. We don't want sure. any music that would take away from the immersion of this game. Totally cool with it. And for pricing, I want to go full pop here. Yep. Full pop. 70 bucks. Full pop. Great looking game. We're doing some kind of war stuff. We're going to utilize next gen so that uh, there's lots of people on the battlefield all doing cool stuff. They're trying to flank you in real time. Which was something that came up in resistance. But, you know, like smart AI. Is this going to have multiplayer? You could, but it's going to be weird if there is multiplayer. Like, what are you going to do? Is it one army against the other and then like you're killing people? Or is it a bunch of people spawning trying to take each other out? Yeah, it would just be a big, what are they called? I I keep saying big time battle, but that's not what it's called. It's when it's like 40 v 40, you just go and then yeah, when you die, you respawn. Big team battle? Big team battle, is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. You, you, one side has 200 lives. The other side has 200 lives. There's 40 v 40. So you just, every time someone dies, those just keep ticking down until you just kill everyone on the other side, you know? So what kind of battle system are we going to have? How are we going to, we're just going to have them choose whatever weapons they like the best, whether that's spears, shields, swords, broadswords. Yeah, we'll take a uh, page out, out of Chivalry 2's uh, book where you could pick your starting weapon, uh, whether that be, yeah, broadsword, bow and arrow, crossbow, uh, spear, stuff like that. And then it would just be like Battlefield, where you like land in and then there's a horse over there or like a siege tower over there, and then you gotta go push it or go on the horse. And then you can just pick up other weapons on the field. So what you start off with isn't necessarily what you have, but every time you respawn, you could either choose your new class, so you start with a new weapon, or you just load in and then go find another weapon on the field. Uh, and then on the field, there could be like bigger weapons, like a giant crossbow. What are those? I don't know if they're called a ballista. And you could use those, and they're all like on top of the forts and stuff. And then there'll be like different game modes where in one mode, you're the defending team, so you have to defend your castle from being um, taken over, or you're the uh, opposing team that's trying to run the siege and it'll be just like battlefield the battlefront where it's like three stages where at first you're just trying to breach the castle walls if you if the defense holds long enough they win if you breach it it goes into the second phase where it's like storming the castle and then if you hold them off long enough the defense wins or same thing if they breach it then now they have to go in and kill the king and so now it's like a capture the hill type mode where if they stay inside the area long enough you get a cutscene. they kill the king victory the offensive has won or the or victory the defense successfully staved off the offensive whatever i think i think it's a good idea i think that'll work um i like where that's headed definitely definitely um okay cool 
I think that's actually a much better multiplayer mode than I could have ever come up with there. So that makes sense. And I think that would be fun for people to play. The one thing I want to add to all that is what do you think about not letting like once the bodies fall, we just leave them there. So they don't despawn and you have to work your way around it like a real game. And like if you like if someone gets stabbed, they'll probably like if they have a spear sticking out of them, they'll just you can pick up that spear, too. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. And um, I guess if that's a mechanic in the game, we should allow players to pick up bodies and then you could like stack them up in certain areas and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I'm just imagining someone using it for cover. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, that's what it would be for. You could like stack them up and cover like certain areas and then use it for cover or block oh, holes Jesus. in the yeah. wall and stuff. Yeah, that's grotesque, but also really practical. Well, Jay, get your timer out because we're going to name this game. Super easy. Well, I have we'll we'll see. Start. Alexander. I think it should be called The Great. Yeah, either way it works. I, I think it, it, it accurately. The problem we have most trouble with in portraying these games is that our names never get close to what the game is about. And instead, we have to put the name into the game somehow. But even then, like think about some game names. They have nothing to do with the games about. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you you run along, uh, you run across a game name like fucking, I don't know, Prey. If you hear the name Prey, what the fuck are you going to think? I don't know. You're definitely not thinking preying of, upon you. Yeah, but you're not thinking of a space odyssey where there's mimics and then there's like yeah. fucking freeze guns and glue guns and shit. You know what I mean? Damn, like dude. some yeah. some sometimes you could just name a game a name. For sure. Well, now we have The Great, a game where you play as a part of Alexander the Great's army and his 10-year conquest where he took over and killed two kings. I feel like he killed more than two kings in 10 years, right? Or is that it? To the Wikipedia page. You don't have to check. He killed all (laughs) the kings that he killed during those 10 years. Just just tons of kings. Or just two. Who knows? Somebody does, but not us. (laughs) We could know, but we decided not to. In this game... You will play as a soldier on the battlefield, trying to turn the tides, battling amongst the ranks, getting upgrades, different missions, stealth, collaboration, and more. All right. So I think we have a game here, Jay. What do you think? Would this game be fun? Would you want to play it? Yeah. So I've wanted to play a lot of games that are like this, like Kingdom Come. I just never got around to it. Uh, I played Chivalry 2 for a while, loved it, but it just wasn't in-depth for me. And then I played For Honor 2 late, and people were already too good. Uh, So I would definitely like to play something like this where there is a story mode, so I get, like, a story and get used to the controls. And then after that, maybe we're in the middle, start playing in the multiplayer and just dabble in for a little bit. Uh, Because Chivalry is great. I love it. Um, It's just... It's just multiplayer, though, and, and it's, I get kind of bored of that without playing with someone else, um, and I just right, can't play right, solo. Right. Uh, but, yeah, having, like, a story mode attached to it, I think, would be a good way to get me 
in for more hours and then play multiplayer for a couple of weeks to a month or so um, and just have fun with it for a little bit. Truthfully, I'd, I'd be skeptical of a game like this because historical games, you just never know. The best one being like Civilization. Um, if it generated enough buzz and enough people played it, I would check it out. Or if the combat was something that was really cool. Or I guess for me, it would be if a cool game studio made it. Which, speaking of, what game studio would you assign to be able to make the great, the best? Uh, definitely Torn Banner Studios, the dudes behind Chivalry. Uh, just because they already have the comp it down, they just need a higher budget and then let them create a story mode. And that's pretty much all they have to do, really. Because uh, I think the combat system in Chivalry 2 is just perfect for what this game is. It's just exactly what you need. And they already have all of that foundation laid down. And so if someone were to give them a story, and like a focus on where to focus on in terms of a place in history, and then just tell them, you know, here's this much money, go make this story, and then a good multiplayer attached to it. Uh, I think they could do something great with it. I'm going to say Naughty Dog. If they had a new IP, imagine you're fit, you're playing this visceral combat. You're like, oh, shit, I need to heal. You get behind a barricade. You're wrapping your arm over time. You cut it off. You see people dying everywhere. And then when we get to those slow tunnels where it's very like story heavy, they they have a great way about it where I think it would pull the people in. It's an interesting one. It's it. Definitely changes how I think about the story mode, because in the well, story mode, I was thinking it'd just be big battle and then story, then big battle and story. Whereas in Last of Us and Uncharted, it's very much the story is interwoven within what you're doing, which is weird in a big battle scenario. But maybe they could figure it out. I think it, it out. could work. Like if you get to certain checkpoints, then the story would take over and then you would go past that. I think the problem with that, though, is then we wouldn't have we wouldn't. Naughty Dog wouldn't do 10 years. They would do one battle, one decisive battle. And during that battle, a lot of random shit happens to that specific character. Or maybe it would be like three battles and then the in-between what's happening. Um, and then just shorten that time period. Maybe during the travel sequences, like in Last of Us, just like skip a couple of weeks while they traveled and stuff. Um, but yeah, if, if it were Naughty Dog, I think they would definitely have to like not do 10 years, but like maybe just one country being taken over. I think they could do it because they even did a time skip for a little bit. But um, but like think I'll, about like big battles, you know what I mean? Like how much story can you jam in one big battle? Because most of the time you're just fighting. It's not like. No, it would be character development mostly for like Alexander the Great. Yeah. And then the other one I was thinking back to back would be. um the developers behind Shogun Total War Creative Assembly. Mm, mm. They would be good. Uh, the only other one I could think of is Activision uh, with like one of the three Call of Duty studios, Sledgehammer, uh, Treyarch, or what is it? Black Raven or whatever. Raven? Yeah, there you I go. don't know what it's called. Yeah. One of the Call of Duty dudes. That'd be fantastic. And with that, our 202nd IP has gone gold. We hope you look forward to this experience that will probably never release. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to give us extra support, please head over to patreon.com slash we are not game devs. For just a dollar, patrons receive 
episodes early and an extra podcast at the beginning, which you caught the tail end of our conversation at the beginning of this episode. That's patreon.com slash we are not game devs like rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And if they ask for a review, instead of reviewing our show, become your inner game critic and review the great, the video game we just created. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next Friday with another new IP. Again, my name is Alex Gonzalez. And I'm Jay Yee. Thank you. And please remember that we are not game devs. Do you remember that time in all video games where if there was ever battles going on, there would be some crow flying amongst the clouds and then it would dip and you would hear the sounds of battle and then it would like dip down under the clouds with a close up on its eye. And then you would see the silhouettes of soldiers fighting on its eye. And then it would just cut to the soldiers. Do you remember that kind of intro? You're talking about like, you're like talking about trailers and like, uh, yeah, trailers, videos and stuff like that. Yeah. I kind of remember that, that little effect that, that that would happen a lot. And then, and it'd be like, uh, and uh, for some reason, the whole entire time, the bird would never flap almost. It was just like soaring. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, if, if it wasn't that it would be like, an iteration of the fallout three trailer where it's like a zoom out of something really close. And you're like, I don't know what that is. And then it zooms out and you're like, Oh, it's a radio and it zooms out even more. And you're like, Oh, we're in a weird post-apocalyptic thing. And it zooms out even more. And there's like a fight happening or, and like, sh- uh, yeah. Soldiers or around. Like, and then people either take humorous or disgusting settings. We're like, what is that? Oh, it's somebody. Oh, they're dead. Oh my God. They got stabbed. Oh my God, a lot of people are getting stabbed. Oh, this is a battle. Oh no, it's a war. <laughs> wasn't, th- wasn't there a trailer that made fun of it? I remember watching it and I was like, it was like just a bunny hopping around and I'm like, oh, that bunny's gonna die. <laughs> they're, they're zoomed in on that bunny because it's gonna die. And I kept zooming out and zooming out. I'm like, when are they gonna kill it? They're gonna kill it with some giant claw or something. There's, something's gonna happen and nothing ever happens. It's just a bunny hopping around. <laughs> yeah, I know um, Borderlands did it too. Where it's like a, they, they're zoomed in on somebody and then gets their face ran over or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the intro videos, it was like a skag or something rock running around. And then it like eats like some roadkill or something. And then psh, bus hits it. Yeah. And then cue the music. Yeah. Me, point in saying all this is I want one of those in this game. <laughs> okay. I want, I, what I want for the video is when apex or like super smash bros does like an in-game engine trailer but it's like a camera mode that just goes around and shows like badass shit happening and it's like Mm -hmm. all choreographed and so like some crazy person and like a lobby full of trained individuals have blocks and what you're supposed to do when you get to certain points in the video game and then there's a guy on the camera mode capturing it all as it happens that's what i want That'd be great. I hope people, yeah, because I could see people doing certain things. It's like, now look at these people all displaying their shore, their shields, creating a shield wall as they move forward with their spears. And then, you know, they do stuff like on voice comms that never actually happens. Like, oh, oh, as they're moving forward. Yeah. And then it zooms out and it's like over here on this battlefield, uh, you see the cavalry charging in on their horses. All right, guys, we got to hit the west flank over here. We're going to go ahead and do it. All right. Yeah, I see two people here. There we go. Go ahead and take them down. Perfect. Perfect. We got one left. Thank you. And then over here, we see the generals controlling everything and making sure to play the mini game of controlling troops.
All you hear is clicking.